but I'm like, I feel... I don't believe you, because it's a hot day and you're wearing air conditioning. But we'll get into it later when we talk about it. All right, all right. You ready to get the show on the road, Daniel? Yes. All right, well, hey, welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies... And we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and sitting across from me here is Daniel. Uh, I live my life quarter mile at a time. I'm sure you do. I'm sure I do. <laughs> in your little Subaru. In my Subaru. Like <laughs> quarter mile at a time. Hey, at least you get a good gas mileage on that thing. Oh, All right. Well, <laughs> yes, today we're talking the new Fast and Furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's throw it in gear here. Gear. <laughs> I don't know. It's... Young people might not get it. It's something we used to do in older cars. Shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Manually by with by yourself. Yeah, you had to like tell the car what to do. I never actually ever owned a manual shift, so I um, still don't know how to manually shift. Really, man? All mine were stick shift until my latest car, and I actually I missed stick. I I just missed that being one with the car feeling. Yeah, yeah. All I know is Lauren tried to teach me once, and I couldn't get her car from like the corner up the street down to our house. Really? But then also to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> but also then she didn't realize that she had her e brake on, and I didn't realize she had her e brake on, so that's why we didn't go anywhere. Oh well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to kind of take that off. Yep. I kept killing it. <laughs> but all right, whatever. She's like, it's not that hard, Daniel. Gosh. Oh, e brake. Sorry. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Alrighty here. Before we get started here, let's talk about what we're drinking. Daniel, it was your week to bring something in. What did you bring for Drink and Tell today? All right. So I think we've had this brewer in the past, but I brought Terminal Gravity Brewing and I just brought their IPA. It doesn't have any fancy name, just Terminal Brewing IPA. Because I was drinking this yesterday. Yeah, I feel like we've had them before, but yeah, I don't think I've had. I don't think I've actually ever had this particular IPA. It's no, pretty good. I know though. we've had one that was came in cans, but this one only came in bottles. But I was drinking it yesterday. I'm like, this is a really good, really smooth beer. And you usually don't get that with like, I don't know, IP. Like it's not bitter. It's very. It's just a really easy going IPA. Like real it smooth. smooth. Almost it tastes like a light beer. Yeah, I like it. It's good stuff. Yeah, and this this is the type kind of, or this is the time of year where I miss uh, Burnside. Now they had that lime Kolsch that was so good. Oh, I know. I used to love getting that. that. That was one of my favorite summer beers to get. Oh well. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, Daniel, do you have some news for us today? Yes, I do. Anything going on <laughs> in the movie world? So this week in movie news, we've got. Uh, Two trailers and a teaser trailer, but the first trailer we're going to talk about, since Jordan and I just rewatched it, was for the Martin Scorsese film *The Irishman*. And I got to say, like the you showed me the teaser trailer a while back, and I'm like, this looks like this is a cool teaser, you know. But we always want to see more of the movie, and then we got the real. It's probably my favorite teasers has ever come out. Like it's simple, like stupid simple because it's just people's names up on the screen with a bullet falling and being like the eye. And you see like random lines from each character. And a few lines, but like talk about goosebumps still. Like I remember when that trailer broke in, well, I was going to say in theaters. I think it premiered during the Oscars this year, uh-huh. And I, but I was watching it in a theater. Uh-huh. So yeah, when that commercial came on, like I was like everybody around me like, shh, everyone wants to quiet. <laughs> yeah. I, anyway, but yeah, so this new trailer, which we're seeing footage now. Cool. Awesome. And yeah, seeing Joe Pesci again. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know you. I didn't realize that he was in retirement for a long time. I've only ever seen him in Home Alone, which I haven't seen him in much more, but yeah, you got to see some of his stuff. Casino. He was in three of the four Lethal Weapon movies Casino, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. I don't know if I'll ever watch Goodfellas, though. Because I know the twist. Can't watch it if you know the twist. There's a twist? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, Goodfellas was was that my top three last yeah, week? That was oh in my, my gosh! Yeah, anyway. I know. If you haven't listened to that list yet, yeah, we did a top ten movies we're ashamed to say we never saw. So yeah, check out that little bonus episode we did last week. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah. or don't because you'll probably not like us after that. Probably. So yeah, we got the Irishman, which just looks awesome. Daniel never saw Lord of the Rings. Yep. 
And then the next trailer we that came out this week was 1917. Oh, let's talk about it a little bit though. Oh, what Irishman? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, what did you think of it? Well, I just I just said it looked really cool. I liked everything that I saw. So and yeah, just nice. I don't know anything about the story. It looks like it takes place back in the 60s because you think, see things for like Kennedy and like just the way the cars look and people right. are dressed. It looks like it'll go back further than that. And maybe flashbacks because I, I swear in some shots De Niro looks way younger, like 30, 40 years younger than he looks now. Yeah. So it, I'm sure they use some de-aging for that. And it looks like he might be somehow involved in the Kennedy assassination. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, Which, yeah. That might be. I think the book is called "I Paint Houses" or something or along the lines of painting houses. Okay. So. Which is the line you hear in the teaser trailer, and I think in this one. Okay. But yes, looking forward to it though. I'm looking forward to it too. Like I said, like I've just watched Taxi Driver, so now I just got to watch like Casino and all those other Robert De Niro like gangster slash heist movies. Just Scorsese in general. Scorsese too. Which yeah. yeah, he did Goodfellas, Casino, Taxi. Yeah. So I know. yeah. Got to watch those. All right. Um. So then now now next trailer is 1917. Which had Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Colin Firth, or Colin Farrell? Is that the guy from Kingsman? That's Firth. Firth. Colin Firth. Um, Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Directed. Yeah, the director, director of Sky. American Beauty. American Beauty and Skyfall. And Skyfall. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that, I don't know. It looks interesting. It looks very like intense, but it looks like it how it's shot. It looks like you're going to see a lot of good narrative like driven story. I don't know. It looks interesting. I'll give it that. It's a very nice trailer, too. Yeah. No, I definitely... Good little teaser there. I enjoyed it. And, yeah, Sam Mendes, for the most part, is pretty hit. He's had a couple just okay movies, but I don't think he's ever really made a bad movie. Everything I think I've seen that he's done, I've liked. I mean, especially American Beauty is one of my favorite movies ever. Mm -hmm. He did Road to Perdition, as well as uh, Jarhead, which was a war movie. I've seen that. Or I, I think I've seen that. But yeah, of course, Skyfall, one of the best Bond movies ever. So I've only seen. So what you're saying is I've only seen one Sean Mendes film, maybe two with Jarhead. Potentially, because I never saw Skyfall. It's on my list. <laughs> yeah, number ten on its list, Skyfall. Oh, all right. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it looks good. Comes out somewhere around December, so why not? When we after we've seen Frozen for the umpteenth time, let's go see some 1917. All right. Now, the last teaser that came out this week, I actually can't speak to you because I was a little late to my showing, so I missed it. But Jordan, uh, if you went and saw Hobbs and Shaw this week, they like shadow dropped uh, just a micro teaser, it sounds like, for Christopher Nolan's new movie. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? The Tenant? The ten yeah, Tenant. Okay, yeah. Uh, not really much happens. It's definitely just a teaser trailer. You see the main actor in it. I can't think of his name because I don't recognize him offhand. Um I could look it up here. Okay, pulled it up here. So yeah, you got Robert Pattinson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, John David Washington. He's the guy you see in the trailer. And yeah, can't really tell what's going on. I mean, it's just you see a lot of uh, John David Washington in the trailer. Hans Zimmer, I'm assuming, music in the background. But yeah, cool little teaser though. And Michael Caine is going to be in this. Robert Pattinson, the future Batman. Yeah, and he got Batman in. Mean, Christopher Nolan thinks he's good enough for his movies. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm looking forward to a full trailer in the future. But I, yeah, I think this comes out next spring, I believe. Maybe no, July. Sorry, comes out next July. So yeah, something to look forward to next summer. But yeah, new Christopher Nolan movie coming. Always excited for those. I think like I think I was saying this earlier. I've been so long since I've seen the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm really way overdue to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I think I've seen most of Christopher Nolan's movies except for Insomnia and Memento. I oh, gotta see those because I've yeah, seen I've, everything. I've got else. Insomnia up on the shelf there. If you want to borrow it, Memento, I don't think is in my library, but yeah, you can borrow Insomnia sometime. Would love to watch The Prestige again too. Yeah, it's been a, a long. That's a good one. Time. I think I was too young to really fully understand what was going on in that movie. I remember being very confused, but I was watched. I saw our, my mom watch it the other day, and I'm just like, huh, I need to watch this movie again. Yeah, check it out. So, yeah, those are the trailers that came out this week. What else is going on in movie news here? All right, so we got a couple of fun things. News that broke today is Venom 2 finds its director with Andy Serkis. I saw that. That is interesting. Andy, if This is his directorial debut. Has he done something before? He did Mowgli on Netflix. Okay. okay. Um, I think that was his first director seat. I know he at least produced that, but I'm pretty sure he directed that movie, too. 
So I think this should be uh, his second movie. But yeah, they got him to do Venom 2. Like I said, I haven't seen Mowgli. I mean, like I like to see him act, though. So I don't know what he's like when he directs, though. So I thought that was interesting. I still haven't seen Venom 1 because I heard it was like bad, but not the worst thing that you've ever seen, which yeah. makes it middle of the road bad. Which yeah, is the worst I, I heard so many mixed reviews on that one. Some people are like, oh, it was so cool. Then others are like, wow, that was trash. Uh, so yeah, I just never got around to seeing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll see it sometime. Put it on in the background sometime. But yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Um, good for Andy Serkis. Still, like I said, great actor. Yeah. No, okay. we'll, we'll see what happens. So we hey. got... And then the other, a couple other things is Baby Driver 2 is in development. Really? There's two things I've heard about that. Uh, Edgar Wright has reportedly shown Ansel Elengort, the baby from Baby Driver, the script. So there is a script that Edgar Wright wrote for well, Baby Driver 2. As long two. as he's behind the wheel or the camera again, the wheel. Well, <laughs> Both. <kinda. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be cool. Looking forward to that. Now, and uh, Ansel Ellengort, also Ellengar, Ellengort, I wrote it down twice. Anyway, Ansel, baby, from Baby Driver, also confirmed that it would not be called Baby Driver 2. <laughs> so, that's fun, but it's I don't know. It's be called Toddler Driver. I don't know. But, so, I mean, as long as it's Edgar Wright, I mean... Tween if you haven't seen the end of Baby Driver, it'll be interesting to see where they're going to go from there since most of the people, spoiler alert for Baby Driver, end up dead at the end. <laughs> so, except for Baby and his girlfriend and the old and the old dude. Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> to see where they take the story. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out. Uh, I need to see this again, though. It was a fun movie. I could see, like... Here's my pitch for Baby Driver 2 is it seems a little cliche, so Edgar Wright could probably do way better. But if they're making it a second one, if the end of the first one was just a vision and not him actually getting out of prison, then I could see him getting stuck in prison. Like somebody frames him for something, so he's not going to get paroled or anything. So then he breaks out of prison and is on the run with his girlfriend, like like a Bonnie and Clyde. It's a yeah. real deal. No, I think that, well, that's what I was thinking. It's going to be something on the lines of that, a modern day bonnie and clyde kind of situation yeah so that's my quick pitch nice hopefully edgar i can do a lot better i'm sure he can i know he can <laughs> all right and then <laughs> uh just a couple more tidbits is lion king crosses one billion dollars which is fine this is a, like every live action i don't i doubt maleficent's gonna cross a billion dollars though i feel like that's not I don't. I don't think there's any way. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll. Okay, maybe we'll overseas since Angel Angelina Jolie is still a movie star. I guess I don't know. But it's just, it could cross a billion. Who knows? But yeah, Lion King crosses one billion dollars, which makes uh, makes Disney even richer than rich. Yeah, no, this is crazy. I'm curious to see how many movies they get to cross the big B this year. I, mean, I think we talked about this last time. So far, the only movie I think deserves it that hasn't crossed a billion is Toy Story 4. Eh, it will. I hope so. Anyway, and then the last thing is a rumor that Deadpool will be introduced in MCU in Phase 5. Awesome. Ryan Reynolds like posted some stuff. Like People were trying to figure it out because he's like posted a little plan, like a picture of a plan. It said Phase 5. I'm like, oh, so like it's coming from Ryan Reynolds. It hasn't been confirmed by anybody else, but Ryan Reynolds is kind of teasing it. Either he's trolling people or he's teasing that Deadpool's going to be integrated in phase five. Either way, we're all excited for more Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Most of the time. Not in every movie do we need Ryan Reynolds. But we'll talk about that. All right. Anything else no, came up this week? Because I got cool. something. Now, what do you have? Sylvester Stallone announced Rambo Last Blood will definitely be getting a hard R. Oh, I assumed that. I assumed it was going to be R too, but he was very proud to say hard R. So okay. close to NC-17 kind of stuff. So, hey, that just means it's going to be probably some good gruesome violence that we're going to just be like, oh yeah, 
tipping, okay. tipping a hand to. I don't that's, know. That's always fun. I'm going to watch all the other Rambos before this. I can't wait to sit down and watch this in theaters. I love that trailer they put out. Again, it's got that good Western Logan vibe to it. I mean, directed by the Logan director, right? No? Was it? Uh, <laughs> now we have to check again. Sorry. Please stand by. I thought you said it was. I just want to confirm. No. Adrian Grunberg. Grunberg? Okay. okay. So, not, but... He, let's see what he's known for real quick here. Director-wise, Get the Gringo and Here on Earth, the TV series episode. So, yeah, I'm not sure. That would have been cool, though. Okay. Well, anyway, either way. I'm I'm getting wires crossed, but it had a very Logan, modern, Western feel to it. So, uh, that should be, I don't know, it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I want to definitely check it out. All right. Cool. Also, is that it for movie news this week? That's it for movie news. All right, Daniel. Well, let's talk about some other things we've seen this week here on a little segment we call Weekly Look Back. I've got two quick ones. Uh, What about you? I have a couple quick ones as well. All right. You want to go first? Sure. All right. So uh, the first thing I saw uh, was a studio, uh, Ghibli, 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 whichever one, film that was playing as part of like Ghibli Fest 2019 at our local theater but I watched Kiki's Delivery Service which uh, I mean Jordan you just watched Spirited Away not too long ago and it's great yeah just great animation in this one but it was like a nice little slice of life movie about an up like a coming of age witch in a new town I don't know, it was really interesting. It was a really relaxing movie, which I just really appreciated. Because especially in the summer, we get explosions, bang, boom, pow, all over the place. It was nice just to watch a nice, slow, calm, beautifully animated, like, just a slice of life story. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I got to say on that one. Okay, well, that's awesome. And definitely check it out if you like anime. All right, yeah, I might do that. Maybe my roommate will has a copy of it. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. All right. So I saw a movie in theaters this last week. Older one. So in order to gear up for this one, I watched the first two. This is the third in the series. So I watched the first two. I watched the first three, Friday the 13th. Oof. Yeah. So the third one's playing in theaters in 3D. So old school 3D. And I thought, well, it'd be kind of fun to go see that. So I watched the first two first and then went and saw the third. Right. And yeah, I've seen the first one. Like I think I saw it for the first time like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I rewatched it, watched the second, watched the third, and yeah, these uh, I don't have to say. It's corny slasher flicks out there. Corny as hell slasher. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I don't know. Like they made these quick though. Like 80, 81, 82, just like one after another. Oh yeah, they're super like DIY, super low budget, super just like guerrilla shooting. I mean, there's a lot. Everybody's doing everything else. In the first one, it was the director that shot an arrow right next to one of the actress's faces without knowing, letting her know that that's what he was going to do. Well, I sure got a reaction. Yep. So it's just... And Kevin Bacon. Forgot he was in the first one. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's <laughs> in the first one. Yeah, I mean, they're fine. I, I don't know. I am like, these... I don't know. I don't know how it spawns so many sequels. Because to me, I'm just like, wow, these are like cheesy as hell. Some guy at the theater was telling me, too, that, like, they only get worse after this. I'm like, they get worse after these? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Well, then I guess I can skip all the rest. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those series, like, it came out in a point in time where people were ready for edgy horror. Because Halloween was the first, like, edgy, like, movie that was successful as far as, like, horror genres. So then these people... Went back and made Friday the 13th, and then they made a bunch. Like, they just I mean, struck they're, while it they're was fine. The 3D stuff, I actually don't like this old school 3D. It's just the way it looks between the when you got the red and the blue going on. Mm-hmm. It just, the on-screen color just looks so bleh. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's some fun parts that, again, in 3D, like, they had, like, pitchforks come at you in 3D. That mm-hmm. was kind of fun. Uh, I think the one part that stood out the most was... This guy, this gal's like laying on the grass. This guy's on like a little bridge above her, and he's got a yo-yo. Mm-hmm. And they'd go to like from the point of her point of view with the yo-yo coming into her face, or like the yo-yo would come out into the audience. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it was fine. I think each one got a little bit better than the last. However, I'm still just like meh. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> kind of over it. Well, there's just like so many parts. Like this gang comes to like their where they're staying mm-hmm. on the lake, and you think they're all dead. At least two of them for sure. And you thought I thought the, th- the third one was dead. 
Well, then he comes back hours later at the last minute and saves somebody, you know, out of nowhere. Very convenient. But you're like, where's he been all this all day? They're like, did he take a nap in the hay this whole time in the barn? Just take a nap? Like, where's he been this whole time? Look, these movies aren't known for their immaculate storytelling. No. But yeah, so Friday the 13th. You know, I, at least I can say I've seen some of them now. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, I would like to say I'm going to stop after the third, but I actually might watch the fourth because I heard Crispin Glover's in it. This is like pre-Back to the Future Crispin Glover. Oh, really? Yep. All right. Well, that that's interesting. I know, like, there's just so many random actors that shows up in, like, a franchise that's been around and forever. And Corey Feldman, too, is in the fourth. So I'm like, hmm, oh. maybe I will go see. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I'll, I mean, wait. I'll like, probably wait till Halloween time, though. There's, like, I'm in no hurry to see at this. least seven of these movies. Like I was saying, I need to see all the Rambos first, leading up to this new one. So, yeah. Anyway, what else did you see this week? Okay, so the... Only other thing that I saw was this is one of those like sick, dirty, not dirty little secrets. What am I trying to say? Like guilty pleasure movies that they're just so dumb. So if you drink enough beer, there's fun. And my girlfriend, my current girlfriend got me into these, but they're like Disney Channel movies called in like a series called The Descendants. Oh, is that what you charged my account with? Yes, that's exactly what yeah, we yeah. did. I still haven't seen we, that. We a drank mimosa or not mimosa. We drank uh, beer and you know wine, and then watched these horrible Disney Channel movie that the third one came out on like the second. So uh, we watched that. It was fun. It was dumb, <laughs> super dumb, because <laughs> it's a Disney Channel movie. The effects are terrible. The writing's terrible. The dancing they get. I guess with Danny Channel movies, but it's it's one of those. It's a musical. It's all this, you know. If you don't know what the Descendants are, they're all the kids of the all the villains in like the Disney universe. Really? Yeah, the main characters are the daughter of like the witch from Sleeping Beauty, the Maleficent's daughter, Corella's son, and Jafar's son. Those are the main characters. Wow, that sounds horrible. I mean, objectively, it is horrible. Is it stupid fun? Like, it's so bad, it's good kind of fun? Yeah, it's like Friday the... Well, you know, it's kind of like the same ideas. It's so bad, but it's good in some sort of way. So, (laughs) that's that's Descendant 3. Well, that's all of them. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, if you want to watch something dumb and fun and... You have kids? Sure, watch that. Drink something before, though. We had to pause a couple times for a drink break. We're like, we're not ready for this. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> anyway, that's that's everything I saw this week. Okay, well, I was assigned a film. I was assigned something called Hell or High Water, starring a Chris Pine, a Ben Foster, and Jeff Bridges. So, Hell or High Water, yeah, it's just the story of two brothers that go around Texas robbing banks in small towns. Uh, they're trying to pay off their parents' farmland, so the base is just so it's paid off and mm-hmm. good, or at least be caught up on the mortgage. Uh, their mom, yeah, died, like, within, I don't know, like, weeks before the movie picks up. Okay. So, but the she's willed the farm to, one of them has, he was married and had two boys, and it's in the will to go to the grandkids. Well, they've also struck gold as far as, like, they found oil on the land. Uh-huh. So, it's will the boys, though, but to guarantee that it's locked down, secured, they got to pay some... Anyway, so they go around robbing banks, uh, you know. I don't want to give too much away, because there's okay. some really good stuff, but yeah. Okay. It's on Netflix right now, Hell or High Water. I had a good time watching this. Uh, it was good, enjoyable, less than two hours. Yeah. Which is like a breath of fresh air. I know, it's like an indie these, film or something. It's like so. a breath of fresh air these days. Awesome soundtrack, though. Like, the score is just really good. Uh, just goes great with everything happening on screen. Okay. Good moments. Chris Pine's got a great moment, but I don't want to tell you, because if you watch it, I want it to just be a surprise. Okay. Yeah, I love Chris Pine. He's a great actor. So, but yeah, I highly enjoyed it, and I recommend it. Yeah, if you're out there, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Hell or High Water. Sweet. All right. Modern western movies all right cool well i guess uh we're moving on put putting this, this <laughs> shift into 
shift into fit, fifth gear. Throw that clutch in and shift it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay. Cars, so yes. Cars, Hobbs stuff. and Shaw hit theaters this week. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, written by Chris Morgan, who wrote Fast Furious Three all the way through the present. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. That's insane. Directed by David uh, Leach, who directed John Wick, the first one, Atomic mm-hmm. Blonde, and Deadpool 2. Oh, and I hear he wants to direct the uh, Blade movie in the MCU. Which I'd be okay with. I mean, he knows action. He knows action, yeah, especially if you've seen John Wick and Atomic Blonde, well, yeah. Deadpool 2. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I think the I like the action in those movies better than... This one, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well I, can, I, can, I never saw Atomic Blonde, so I can't say that. It's not movies anywhere. You should check it out. It's I'll, a fun one. James McAvoy, Charlie Theron. All right. Well, <laughs> starring a obviously Dwayne Johnson as Hobbs, a Jason Statham as Shaw, Idris Elba as Brixton, aka Black Soups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they referred him in the movie. Hey, they say it in the trailer. It's okay. Yeah, Van- quote, Vanessa Kirby, which I liked her. She was in Fallout. You remember her part in Fallout? We were talking about it earlier. I don't specifically remember, but like I'm sure Ethan goes. It's when they you know they they do their skydive jump. They come down. They go into that. Um, it's before the bathroom scene, or maybe just after the bathroom scene. Oh, right, right. No, you you remind me. Yeah. Just after the bathroom scene. There's, right, right. When they're fighting Ethan's... in that little like little dining area. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then the all with all the mirrors and stuff everywhere, that scene. I th- I, I know what you're talking. About. I know. What you're okay. Talking about. Anyway, she's that character. She's good in this. I liked her in this. Helen Mirren is their mother, as far as Shaw and Hattie go. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, Mike. That's interesting. But yeah. So yeah, you got Hobbs and Shaw. You know they team up for an un- as an unlikely alliance when a cyber genetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. Always Ooh. high stakes with these movies. It has to be high stakes for the high explosive action. So as far as like my general thoughts go, I'll go first because I think Daniel's got some stuff to say. General thoughts. Once again, just a little bit too long. Like I don't know why things got to be over two hours nowadays. Like this could have been hour forty-five easy. Yeah, it was two and a half. And hours. it would have been better if it was shorter. Yeah. But yes, was it ridiculous? It was very ridiculous. I mean, these kind of movies, you just you gotta expect it. I mean, I've only seen the first and the sixth Fast and Furious ever. You gotta watch number five. Uh, I should just watch them all just to get it over with. And no, say I've no, them. skip one through three. Just start with four when they rebooted it. Well, okay, fine. Maybe I'll do that. Four and up before the ninth. Also, so, fourth one is pretty bad. <laughs> but anyway. I should just see them all just to say, yeah, I've seen Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. Just so I can, you know, fit in with society. But pretty ridiculous movie. I mean, you know, these kind of movies, they're what I would call fast food of the movie industry. Mm-hmm. They taste good, whether or not they're the next day you're feeling di- you, know, you might feel different the next day but at least going down they taste good right this one definitely would be i you know, I consider this kind of movie taco bell which is in my opinion one of the better of fast foods so there's that but yeah this is the taco bell of summer movies Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah was it too long yes ridiculous definitely funny at times yeah uh, entertaining, sure. You know, there's some definitely some parts. So, I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, I would say I didn't have a terrible time in theaters, but it could have been better, definitely. But I guess it's just what's expected. It's kind of hard to like weigh in on this because it just, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So, Daniel, um, tell us about your experience at the theater. Well, I mean, my general thoughts going in was I was kind of like looking forward to this movie like i've seen i haven't seen everyone i've seen one through six though um i haven't seen seven or eight but i've watched all of them and for the most part like they're enjoyable to varying degrees like they're just dumb action movies with cars and that's all they are but the series like its biggest plus is that fast and furious knows exactly and is very self-aware and doesn't take itself too seriously and i feel like from what I've heard, yeah, <laughs> that kicked off with number five at least when they first brought in The Rock. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the first like two or three. As far I think as being self, as far as being self aware and what they knowing what they were. I think they started. I I feel like they probably got it. Five was the first time they got that 
feel right. I think they tried, we're leaning into it in four, but four is still pretty ridiculous, pretty dumb. But that's where you get like the over the action where the cars are facing off against a tank in number four. So, like, it's, I hear there's a lot of CGI cars in the fourth one, too. Yeah, like, it doesn't look good. Like, it did not like a, well. Like, they're going through a tunnel and it's almost like a Death Star Trench kind of looking yeah. feel. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, Maybe before the fourth, maybe next year that'll be kind of a goal I'll set. Before the fourth one, I'll start, go back and start watching some of these. But right now, this year, it's Martin Scorsese films leading up to The Irishman and some Rambo leading up to the new, latest Rambo. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. They're definitely like fast food movies. And you know that going in. It's a very self aware series at this point. And I was just like, I thought I'd enjoy myself more than I did because I had, like I said, I have watched one through six. I enjoy them to varying degrees i thought five and six were a lot of fun so i was looking forward to this movie gotta say a little disappointed when i had my butt in the seat just a little bit what part did you start just feeling like because i thought it started out okay as far as like they show their daily day to their lives like in side-by-side screens i thought that was kind of funny so when did it start going downhill for you daniel uh I would say, yeah, the diner scene and the scene in the airplane, which were about 40 minutes apart, I think. Were they? Yeah. Okay, so the diner scene with him and his daughter there. Yes. He's getting the stack of pancakes. Yep. So, man, that was only, yeah, 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Started going downhill for you then. Yeah. And then, yeah, the airplane scene went on way too long. Here's the thing about like the back and forth. A lot, some of the back and forth worked good. It was kind of fun to watch them go back and forth and kind of insult each other. After a while, it got a little tiresome. And they did that stick a lot. Because it's like, all right, we get it. You guys don't like each other. But at the same time, we know at the end of the movie, they're going to be best buds. So it's like, either let's cut, cut to that or let's just, okay, we get it. And just take a rest off the insults. It's either, they're either going to be best buds or they're going to end up respecting each other. Because, oh, I don't, and I don't approve of your methods, but gosh darn it, I'll, I trust you now. You know, that's the, really the only ways these could have ended. I mean, it's like, like Maverick and Iceman. It's like every buddy cop movie's like, he's a slob, but I'm super, oh, see, like, I'm super, like, organized. Oh, we don't like each other, but we'll make it work. You know, it's, it's one of those. So, not, I mean, they're so, fast It's not inspired. <laughs> what did you think of the end? Oh, jeez. Well, that's like the explosions. and Kind of remind me of uh, Fallout, I bet. Maybe. I don't know. There was some fight scene, which I assume is at the end with Idris Elba in the rain. That looked like it was trying to be like Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, it's funny as I was, while I was watching it, comparing it to that scene. Yeah. So, uh, wow. What can I say about the ending is, I guess, to bury the lead, I can't say anything about the ending why is that, Daniel? I left just shy of halfway. Wow. Okay, so Daniel left the movie. In the airplane scene. Oh. Well, fuck. I was going to guess which scene. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the airplane scene. Definitely not that one. Never mind. Well, all right, fine. <laughs> all right, so Daniel, during the airplane scene, got up and said, I've had enough of this. I'm out. Yeah, because this is, at this point, is the third or fourth time in the only hour maybe a little over an hour that they've turned to each other just ignored everything around them and thrown insults at each other and i'm just like okay all right it's an hour this is the third or fourth time this has happened i'm uh i'm i'm good i was essentially like i I got my fill my time is better spent elsewhere at this point especially on such a you know it's been like 90 over the weekend yeah yeah, I was just like, I'm, uh, I'm good. I belong I've seen on a beach somewhere. I've seen six of these movies, and this was that's what threw me off about this movie. I was like, well, I didn't stay to the end because like, Fast and Furious knows what it is, and they marketed it as like a Fast and Furious spinoff, obviously. Because um, why wouldn't you? Those movies make loads of cash every time. But I was just like, this like seems like it's going in the opposite direction, where it's taking itself like it's being self serious for some reason. Sort of. I don't know. So, okay. So, I stayed. I watched the entire thing. Brave man. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah. again, I thought it was too long. Could have been. Sh- I think if it was shorter, it would have been a better movie. Like, because it knows what it is. I'm like, just get to the action already. Like, we... we no one's here for the plot. No one's here for you, yeah, them to, to become best buds. Like, no one's here for the character development of these two 
main leads. So just right. get on with it already. Because, yeah, the playing scene did drag on a little bit too long. So, okay. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think. I think I was, you said you left an hour in. I was going to guess the scene where they're both in separate hallways. And Dwayne Johnson like beats up one guy in his hallway. And Jason Statham Shaw has to beat up like a dozen. Yeah. And I, that went on a little too long. So I thought you were going to say that scene. Now, now it was just before Didn't even that make it that scene. far. Because they oh, were on their so way. So you missed the scene where they parachuted down from a plane. And then like 100 feet before they had to land, they pulled their chutes and then landed like feathers. Wait, so you're talking about the scene from Fallout, right? Well, except in Fallout, they pulled their shoe at the right time, and it's realistic. Just thought that, yeah. So I missed that. I was they're and, back and they the still have hard landings. They don't land like feathers pulling their shoots a hundred feet before they're supposed to land. Yeah, I left at the part where he's like, "You want to bang my sister?" And then The Rock told him he had Hobbit legs, and then I got up. <laughs> It's just, I'm just like, uh, I just like, I know what these movies are. I wasn't expecting anything great, but I'm just like, I'm just, I'm good. An hour in, saw a couple action pieces. I'm like, I'm fine. Well, that's all right. All right. Since you didn't see, so I'll tell you what you missed out on. How about that? So you missed, you missed it on that. Um, Should we just call it spoilers so we can sum up the rest? I guess we call it spoilers and sum up the rest here. So spoiler talk from this point on in five, four, three, two, one. Hang on, hang on. Can I guess what happened? Sure. Okay. All right. So I'm assuming... So they parachute from the commercial plane? No. Or from like a military plane. plane? Military. Okay, so they land wherever they're I going. That's uh, very forgettable. They, uh, they probably gear up, have a cool scene, probably have a weird back and forth of how his sister shouldn't come and that something like that. Um, they all reluctantly agree to jump. I'm sure there is a bit of shoving and probably somebody pushed somebody out of the plane. Pretty close. Yeah, it's coming back now. They're in like uh, just a fighter jet, and okay. the rock happens to pull Shaw's ejection seat. Ejection seat. Okay. All right. Uh, let me see. And then they get to the Eden factory. They fight their way, or they sneak their way in, fight their way through that those hallways. Ah, uh, okay. And then I'm assuming just scale up the fighting. Uh, with more gunfire. Well, here, here's a scene that I think could have been dropped. They get captured, and they're getting electrocuted in these chairs. Right. Or shock treatment in these chairs. And there's no way they should have ever escaped this. I mean, they're in chains. They got, like, wire around their neck. No way they should have ever escaped this, and they end up escaping. Was The Rock just like, I oil my skin every day and just slips out? Well, kind of. So <laughs> Really? So, Vanessa, Shaw's sister, comes to the rescue with another guy. That she found with a flamethrower. Anyway, the Rock just busts out of this metal chair, you know, like he's the Rock. The Rock. <laughs> they start kicking ass. I mean, of course, there's like two dozen people with guns around him, but yeah, yeah, nobody can hit him. Hit him. Trained mercenaries, top elite. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, they escape. I mean, it was a pointless scene. Like you, they might as well have just snuck in, done their thing, snuck out, and then on with action. Right. It was such a pointless drag scene that just dragged on. Again, like these don't need to be more than two hours long. Hour forty-five tops. Yeah. Which was, if I didn't mention it, that's a great thing about Hell or High Water. Hour forty-five minutes, perfect. In out storytelling. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's good action at the end. You know, they obviously they like. Well, we got to go hide somewhere. Well, I know the perfect place to go hide, and then go back to Hawaii, where the Rock's character's originally from. Talks right. to his brothers, which I don't know. I guess his mom had thirty kids. I don't know. I. I don't know. The big families that like that's where they like lose all their guns in the trailer, so they do all go all native or something. Right. <laughs> Which I and imagine was probably here's a, pretty what was a pretty ridiculous part of it is it goes from like dark to the sun rising to complete daylight in three minutes. Now I understand like okay maybe the sky the the bad guys are coming at like five six in the morning so the sun will be rising, mm-hmm. but it literally goes from darkness to kind of light to completely bright daylight and again a matter of three minutes awesome basically because wouldn't the fire this fire ring of fire around us look pretty cool and dark but the helicopter scene where we are trying to chain ourselves to the helicopter uh-huh. we, we got to see that in daylight so we got to make that transition quick right okay all right interesting and then it goes from nice bright sunny day to poof pouring down rain like you said saw in the trailers right 10 minutes later and that that's like the very end of the movie is i'm facing off against yeah i mean it was totally like i don't know i was way more entertained with iron man versus captain america and winter soldier 
than I was these two against Idris Elba. Right. I mean, it's just like, all right, I know what to do. You distract him with a punch, and then while you're distracting him, I'll throw in a punch. And that's how we'll defeat him. Just oh. Distract, punch, distract, punch. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's about how I imagined it would end. I figured that, like, that big old showdown on the island was, like, the final yep. bit of it. Yep. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, needless to say, this isn't, like, the most terrible movie I've ever seen. It definitely was entertaining parts. I, I did laugh at parts. Uh, now that we're in spoilers, Ryan Reynolds does have a cameo, and I thought he was funny. That's okay. That's the first thing that I'm just like, why are we doing this? Because I'm just gonna say, when Ryan Reynolds, I thought it was up, funny. I, I, when he popped up, I had no idea he was gonna be in this at all. So when I saw him pop up and talk to him at the table for a little bit, I thought that was pretty funny. I was just like, <laughs> but I'm like, they hired, like, they got Ryan Reynolds in this. I'm like, so they just hired him and told him, be Deadpool, but a person, basically, because that's it. And I'm be just Deadpool like, if, is if Deadpool worked for the CIA. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is weird. Like, some of it was funny. Like, we're best friends. He's like, I don't even know if that he has, like, his tattoo or something and, like, a BFF necklace or something. Uh, it was pretty stupid but funny. I don't know. I laughed. I thought that, that was – that's the first thing. Like, this feels weirdly weird that they're essentially having Ryan Reynolds be Deadpool in Fast and the Furious. Yeah. But – It was fine. And then Kevin Hart shows up on the plane scene. Were you there that long to see Kevin Hart show up? So <laughs> no. Kevin Hart shows up on the plane. So you miss Kevin Hart. Yeah, I heard there's that a lot of pretty, big name that like, was pretty cameos funny. that like were really obvious. So yeah, I and you know, I, I didn't stay to see if there was anything at the end. Maybe Vin Diesel shows up at the end credits, but as soon as credits started rolling, I was gone. Yeah. So I didn't stick around for anything like that. But overall, I mean, I guess we could just like sum this up and grade it out. Pretty ridiculous. Funny at parts for sure. Entertaining for sure. Despite ridiculousness, I did like the Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart cameos um again this is just fast food it's just summer blockbuster fast food right taco bell so it's better i don't know as much as dumb as this movie was i would say overall it's decently fun i'm not gonna say amazingly fun like this isn't my type of movie anymore like i don't know i'm not gonna say necessarily grad of good fun movies but and the probably the biggest thing against is we saw high echelon movie making with once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's the week part of the problem is we went from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to this. Yeah. So that was a tough transition for sure. Yeah. But overall, I don't know. I mean, is it? It's probably been a huge waste of time to nitpick this because I mean, nothing you can really nitpick. I mean, I'm making, I'm talking about like, you know, making fun of like how fast the sun rose in three minutes. But right. I mean, you just can't be nitpicking about this kind of movie. It is what it is. It's over the top, dumb action. And it usually knows what it is. That's just my biggest problem with this one. Is like. My clo- one of my close thoughts is like it seemed like it went back to taking itself self serious. Van- Vanessa Kirby was not. probably my favorite part of this. I liked her character. She was Shaw- my favorite part before I. Uh, as far as like yeah, Shaw's sister goes, <laughs> I liked her. And they showed I don't know if you saw any of these in your part. They showed flashbacks of them as kids doing things, working together. Yeah, they blew up a, like a, a little safe. That was one. Yeah. Yeah. They showed a couple more, but yeah, that, I thought that was fun. So yeah, um, I don't know if I were to grade this out. I think overall, I just give it a good C plus. Okay. It's not a horrible movie, but it's not like, oh, yeah, that was amazing by any stretch either. Mm-hmm. But it was dumb fun. Okay. I'm not necessarily going to watch it again anytime soon. Like I said, I should probably watch the first Fast and Furious's first. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Okay. As far as like entertainment-wise goes, between the last and some, the action we did see, I guess I gave it 7 out of 10. Okay. So, what about you, Daniel? So, I mean, I walked out halfway through, not even. So I calculated because it. it's a little over. It's like almost right over two and a half hours. I think I walked out. Did of like, you pull a grandparents and ask for your money back? No. I just like, <laughs> I see movies all the time. They're all going to hit. I'm like, whatever. Maybe I'll rent this movie down the line and just watch the rest of it. Maybe. But I'd say entertainment wise for me, four out of ten. Like It seemed like it was going in between the Fast and Furious style that we know and what I like to it be taking itself being too self-serious about itself like it didn't really like kind of went back and forth on a dime it, it, was, it was weird um and <laughs> can i can i i guess a, an f i walked out of it so i feel like i have to give it an f that's fine give it an <laughs> f do you feel it was a failure of a movie give it I, an I f feel it was a failure of a movie for me and this is coming from somebody who's watched and enjoyed like for so the for, most so part, for you, it was Fast like, and Furious 1 through 6. Yeah. So for you, it was like McDonald's, the fast food? Yeah. Burger King? It's like I ate a little bit, but then I had to run out because I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, so so it was the Rigoberto's of, of fast food is what you're saying? Yep. 
pretty much. So after an hour, you had to run. I had to, like, I'm just like, look, it's nice out, plenty of day. There's much better things I'm going to be doing with my time. Like I said, if it was winter when this movie came out, I would my butt would have been in the seat the entire time. But the fact is, like, when it's sunny out, and I'm like, I, I know I can do something better with my time. So I did. Well, good for you, Daniel. It's just, but I don't know, like I said, like, I'm, I'm kind of torn because, like, I enjoy Fast and Furious franchise. Because it knows what it is, but I didn't enjoy this movie. So I I feel like most Fast and Furious fans would still enjoy this movie. I think they will. Now, if you're into the Fast and Furious franchise, I think you'll find this one just fine. I mean, it made $60 million over the weekend, so people went and saw it. I mean, people were cracking up at every single joke in my showing. Like, every Actually, single that's one. That's kind of weird. Like, I don't know if there was too much laughter. There was like some chuckles here and there, but not a lot of big laughter in my showing. That's interesting. Yeah, it made 119 overseas. So yeah, this thing's at 179 million over the weekend. So it's doing just fine. Yeah, it's doing just fine without my crappy attitude. <laughs> so, all right, Daniel. Well, so that's an F and a C plus for Hobbs and Shaw. Why don't we move on here, Daniel, to some weekly gambling? So last week, Daniel and I gambled on Hobbs and Shaw. Daniel bet. 65, I believe. Yeah, percent. I bet 65, and you bet 55? Yeah, I bet 55%. Okay. Daniel's going to look it up right now. As of time of recording, what is Hobson shot at on the tomato meter, Daniel? All right. Please be in the 20s. Please be in the 20s. No. No. Yeah. Are you sure? Oof. Yeah. So, I don't remember what it was at when we there was no first re- checked. There was, there, no there, rev- was... there was no review when we checked last week. Okay. So, it is... Tomato meter is currently at 66%. Are you kidding? No, it's still fresh. 66%? That's about where these movies hang out at. Oh, my god. So, because I told you, like, 65 was, I thought, the lowest this movie. Because, like, for the most gosh. part, everybody knows what Fast and Furious is. And Fast Dang, and Furious knows what it like is. That's, like, three weeks, four weeks in a row for you now? Yeah. Three, four, Dang. Yeah. And a 90% audience score for what it's worth. All right, so people so pe- like it. People that's are fine. liking it. And that's, that's with 9,000, over 9,000 reviews audience wise. All right. And 250 critics. All right, Daniel. All right. Well, so Daniel gets to sign me a film. Well, just because I've been in the mood for just like feel good, fun movies, you know, like especially, I think it's just because it's summer. Like I'll watch depressing stuff when it's winter, you know? Uh, but so, Jordan, you've never seen Tangled. Which I would say is like... No, I've never seen Tangled. Which is just a fun... We've talked about this. Like, it's a really fun, like, newer, you know, version of Disney movies. You know, made... I mean, essentially, you could... Pixar essentially made this, because the people who run their animation are from Pixar. But it's a really fun movie. Really enjoyable. You signed me a princess movie? Yeah, because you're so sweet and bright, and you bring light and joy. Well, that's true. That's um, that was a lie, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I figured Tangled, just All a right, nice, fun, fun easy one, something fun, probably only an hour and a half. For like, yeah, an hour and a half. There you like go. That. All right, cool. All right, fine. I watched Tangled, which all right, all right. I mean, you signed me a good movie last week. I definitely liked Hell and High. I would have rather have talked Hell and High Water this whole hell or can't talk Hell or High Water this whole time because man, that was a good movie. Yeah. I wish you would. You need to see that movie. It's a good movie. I cool know. soundtrack slash score. Cool moments in it. Good uh, dialogue probably, between the brothers. Probably try and watch that sometime this week. Yeah. See it. Okay. Well, I think for this week, why don't we bet on Dora the Explorer, the movie? Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. So, Daniel, do you have a pen? Oh. Uh, no. Do I have a pen? No, I don't. Okay. All right. All right. Dora the Explorer, the movie. This is an oddly specific number, but... All right. I can't imagine this being any good, Daniel. It looks awful. I know this movie ain't made for us. It's made for kids, but it still just looks awful. It looks like... I know, but even kids' movies usually have more integrity than this movie looks like it's going to have. So I put down 21%. 21%. I put down 34%. All right. Well, I will look it up real quick. We'll see what, as of right now, recording what it's at. Dora. I got a feeling Dora. the Explorer with boots. Swiper, no swipey. Swiper, no swipey. 
Okay, Door in the Lost City of Gold is the full name of it as of right now. Holy cow! 67%. Really? How many reviews, though? Like, two? Six. Okay. Okay, out of six that's, reviews. That's going, that kid, that's going down. So, okay, that's I guess going. that makes me feel a little better. It's only six reviews. This could go way down, but is it going to go as far down as, what did you get? 34 34 oh my gosh so there's still a good buffer but <laughs> this has to land in the low 20s for me to mid to low 20s for me to win oh my gosh okay well man i'm how did i go from like kicking ass every week to like losing every week you know it's funny is i knew this eventually this was going to happen because i told told jordan off air i'm like hey maybe we should set a limit to if one of us wins three weeks in a row, then it defaults to the other person. But he's like, no, but he was on a hot streak. I'm pretty sure you're rethinking that now. No, because I'll get my streak back. Okay, all right. Know, are you sure you're not like, looking up stuff? Beforehand? I'm not looking all up right, stuff. All right, all right, because I've been off Rotten Tomatoes since we started doing this. I don't go to the site anymore. Well, I try not to, but again, like trailers come out, and it's just like, this has something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You're like, well, shit. I know. So I didn't know that one. 67, I guess. I haven't seen anything for Dora the Explorer outside All of right. the theaters. All right. And plus, if we're betting on something, I will let you know for integrity's sake if I know if I've seen the Ron Tomatoes score. Some good stuff I want to sign Daniel, but I mean man. Alright, alright, fine. Tangled this week. Alright, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in a week though. This could drop dramatically, so we'll see. Oh, it's gonna drop. Well it's definitely gonna drop, but hopefully it drops to benefit me. I don't know. All right, well, all right, let's, let's wrap this up here, Daniel. Uh, let everybody know where they can find us. You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movie underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought of Hobbs and Shaw. Loved it, hated it, thought it needed more Vin Diesel, thought it needed less Jason Statham or, you know, or anybody else. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Thought it should have been written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, we agree. Thought if, thought if it should have been a little shorter. I don't know. Definitely you let shorter. us know, though. And let us know what you're excited to see. I think next week we're watching Blinded by the Light. Yes, the, about the kid that listens to Bruce Springsteen, and that's how he learns about life. Yes, it looks like a fun movie. Looks like so. a fun one, yeah. I, I got a feeling it's going to be better than yesterday, as, I far, hope so. as far as like classic music I would related. hope it isn't as middle of the road as yesterday was. I hope not, because that was a really disappointment. That movie should have been amazing, and it was very disappointing. Yeah. Still good, but disappointing to where it could have been. Yeah. Anyway. So- so yeah we'll be back for that looking forward to talking that one for sure all right well hey everybody thanks so much for uh downloading our podcast thanks for uh sharing the podcast with friends we appreciate it and yeah we'll talk to you next week here on movies and brews cheers cheers <laughs>